Hello, everyone. Welcome to Indiana Beach Past and Present podcast here. This is a new format, so if you're experiencing any type of delay or anything like that, we apologize. But we're going over today, we're going over the, the best and worst series, and today we are going over the top five worst rides at Indiana Beach. Uh, I have joining me uh, Jacob, the new team member for Indiana Beach Past and Present. I'm going to give him a second to go ahead and introduce himself before we go ahead and start this podcast. So the floor is yours, Jacob. Hi, everybody. My name is Jacob. I'm local from Indy, born and raised on the east side. Been a longtime visitor of Indiana Beach and Holiday World. Okay. Are you? (laughs) Okay. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Sorry, or? Sorry it keeps cutting in and out. Oh, does it? Um, yeah, it's okay, though. I mean, I've been a amusement park enthusiast for quite a while. I mean, my favorite ride out of all time, other than Steel Vengeance, would probably be Banshee, which I know a lot of people don't like. But this season, I'm planning to hit my 500th ride on it, so I'm pretty excited for that. Oh, wow, that's... That's a lot of times to ride a ride. So. Oh, oh uh, easily when I'm there, I at least get 10 rides on it. So, Oh, wow. And during during the summer, I go once a week. Okay. That's awesome. I can't say I've rode as many roller coasters as that as many times in a row. But <laughs> maybe in the future. Um, so what we're doing today is kind of a just to have a kind of a comment type of podcast is we're just going over the top five rides that we believe are the worst rides at Indiana beach. If you disagree, that's fine. Like I've said before, we are going to disagree on some things here. Some people might like these rides. Um, I guarantee you they're not going to be your favorite rides. So don't get all mad in the comment section when we post this, but um we had an honorable mention in the top five rides today. Uh, worst rides, sorry. Um, and the one that we thought should have made the list, but it didn't because there's five other ones that um, knock it out of the park uh, would have to be the uh, Sky Ride. And uh, the reason why we didn't pick it is because obviously the other five, but uh, the Sky Ride is mainly because there's no restraints on it. And I'll let Jacob get on that because it doesn't bother me, but I, I know it bothers some other people. I, I mean, I mean, the Sky Ride is great. It gives you great views of the park and the lake and the surroundings, but like you said, there's it just doesn't have that many restraints. I know they wouldn't operate it if it wasn't safe, but it just scares the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one that I've heard that from before. So I like it because there's no other parks that really have them anymore. Um, I know uh, Disney world's adding like a gondola types uh, skyliner down there, but it's enclosed. So they... well, well, six flags still has one. They had an incident last year around, I believe, around the same time one of the roller coasters had a small incident, but where the, a girl fell out of it. 
after dangling from it. But clearly, she was not in it the way she was supposed to. She was moving around and being chaotic inside, which is what led to it. But it's the almost the exact same type and model of the one that Indiana Beach has. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, I guess I guess Indiana Beach That's... has had a good track record on that. I guess they've gotten either lucky or just have people that are a little smarter when they ride on it so uh but that was one of our honorable mentions there um we apologize we might have a little bit of a delay so if we're talking over each other and you guys are hearing this this is the first time we're doing this on this uh application as we do them in the future i'm going to be looking for probably different applications to do this on um but anyways our number five is going to be zero g on this I'm going to go ahead and say my comment first, and then I'm going to give Jacob the floor. But the reason why I don't like Zero G is because I'm a long, I'm a longtime Spackman supporter, and Spackman brought Carnival rides into Indiana Beach. But here's the thing on that: when you had Morgan go into the park, they brought in these Carnival rides with the trailers showing, which I cannot stand. This is not a Carnival, and then also you had them bring in these used rides. When anytime Tom Spackman Sr. would bring in carnival rides, he would buy them from the manufacturer and have them permanently placed into the park. If you look at any of the existing rides that Spackman Sr. would have brought into the into the park before Morgan and Apex took over, you had permanent structures placed in there. Um, I don't know what he did with the Musical Express or the Flying Bobs, but. I've been on other ones at other amusement parks and they don't go near as fast. I don't know what they do to make it go extremely fast, but I think that's why it is as good as it is because he didn't order a carnival ride. (laughs) He ordered carnival type specs from the manufacturer to make it a permanent structure. But let's get back to zero G here. Zero G. First of all, the trailer is showing on it with the tires and I have a big, problem with that especially being an amusement resort on the back side of it you still have the fireball showing which shows that they bought it as a used ride when it was a fireball at a carnival they bought it as a used spec added it to the park without actually looking at the history of indiana beach and realizing that if they're going to buy something like that they need to hide it i mean i don't care if there's a trailer on it but at least like build a structure around it and remove the old sign off the back side of it and do like a so it doesn't look all worn out. But I mean, other than that, um, that and I'm not a fan of Larson loops. Some people consider them coasters, but all it is is a all it is is a roller track that pushes it around. <laughs> it's not even in the same spec as a roller coaster. But I know at first when they opened it up in Indiana Beach, they considered it a roller coaster. It's not a roller coaster. A roller coaster has to have a lift system. Gravity has to take over afterwards. I've had multiple arguments with people <laughs> that argue with me at Indiana Beach about this, but um, that's why it's mine. It's, it's why it made our number five list. I'm going to go and give the floor over to Jacob and see why he believes that it should be our number five. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more with you for the fact that it's a carnival ride. Last year while I was there in October, I was talking to the person operating the ride 
because I was there with my niece that day, and that's her favorite ride, which, hope to God, she doesn't hear me say that. It's our number five. Uh, he, I mentioned that, and he was like, oh, there's another name on the back? I didn't even know. Which, which if they wanted to add this ride, that's great, but they could have done something like what Kentucky Kingdom did. I mean, their, their loop ride, um, it's called Eye of the Storm. Seats 24 riders, and it stands 73 feet tall. I rode that last year while I was there with my wife, and that thing is gigantic compared to the one that Indiana Beach brought in. And it's a permanent structure. Exactly. That one's built into the (laughs) ground. And I still have not got a chance to ride that yet, but I have seen it. I think it's one of the more larger Larson loops that you could mm-hmm. actually order. Which it's fun. Um, it is the same type of ride, but yeah, it's just circles. <laughs> and then our uh, our number f- I'm trying to remember what our number It was, uh, was Big here. Flush. Uh, I believe it was yes, Big sir. Flush, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay, so I'm not sure when this ride was added. I know it was like either late 90s, early 2000s. I think it was something that Tom Spackman Sr. put in as kind of like a in-between roller coaster type ride. Like anything else he used to ride, he probably somewhere around the world when visiting somewhere with family and liked it himself, so he added it to his park. That's what he did with a lot of his other rides. But the uh, problem I have with it is it's always down. Uh, it was kind of when it was placed at that end of the park, it was kind of placed next to the water park. So you kind of thought it was going to be added to it or there's going to be an extension onto it. But then they added double shot. Well, actually I think big flush came after double shot, but cause you had double shot over there. Then you had the frog hopper. So you had two of those side by side. Then you had the big flush. And when it first opened, it was always running correctly, but something happened when Morgan took over and, Maintenance kind of went lackadaisical on that. Um, But every time I go over there, it's always closed. So I think Indiana Beach just needs to tear it down and put something in its place. I've been saying it for years that that would be a perfect spot to add in the water park expansion. But then you have the problem with the permanent structure at the corner over there being the double shot. And I, from what I hear, it's anchored pretty far down in the ground. So in order to move it, it would take substantial work to move it to another end of the park. My opinion is double shot should be moved, but I think it should go in the original spot where uh, Falling Star used to be. So you have a, still have a view of the water, but it will allow for expansion of the water park later. I'm going on a ramping again. But anyways, <laughs> Big Flush is always down. It's a basic uh, water raft ride. Um I don't think it belongs in the park. Some people might like it, but that's our, that's the number four. I'll let Jacob hit on that. I don't know if he's even yeah. Really which I, to be down, honest, so. I've never got the chance to ride it because it is always down when I am there. Um, and it, it's like you said, just got the basic layout. It looks like it could be fun. Granted, all water slides are fun when you're in them, but it looks very short to me. I think that. If they're looking to extend the water park, what the parks are doing now are those water slides where the floor drops out from underneath you. I've done one of those once at Kings Island. 
It scared the crap out of me. But it was really exciting and really fun, <laughs> which would probably be something Indiana Beach could definitely use for their water park. And I think they could do it because uh, Apex owns other water parks, and their water that's that's what's weird is that their water parks are actually good, and then you have uh, Indiana, which we'll we'll hit up later on in the worst rides at Indiana Beach. But uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. That could have possibly made our number one, but uh, we have more on the list here, so. Uh, Number three on our list is uh, definitely going to be uh, – it was kind of a toss-up between these two at a number three. But the number three is definitely going to be uh, – well, they're changing the name of it to the Spackman Express. But it was known as the Wabash Cannonball or the Kittyland Train uh, for a while. And I'm not really hitting on the train. The train has some classic – some classic uh, parts to it. That's not the problem I have with it. This train uh, track has been changed like over three times since it's been uh, instituted from the original concept, which was actually a longer track. Um, And then for some reason they changed it around. I don't know when it was changed around. Then they changed it back to the original one where it went back through the tunnel again. It's just a mess. But uh, the problem I have with it is that there's no theming along it. And I know uh, Indiana Beach is probably working on this with the retheming of the train this year. So hopefully we get some theming. Uh, before you actually had stuff to look at, you had the water to look at. There was stuff in the uh, tunnel you went through. And then when you hit the South Island, you had an actual miniature golf course, not a barren plot of grass growing and the old anchors for the old uh, – whatever that's called. Uh, Morgan added it back in the, uh, whatever. I can't remember what it's called. Basically, (laughs) you attach to it and you fly down it. But anyways, I I hate when I can't figure out what I'm thinking of. But um, hopefully they retheme it. But the track's kind of rough. They definitely need track replacement on it. Um, For what I understand, though, they're rebuilding the – building and it's going to have an interactive tree element to it. They seem to be working on it last time I did the update. Um, but there's just no theming to it and it's just a tr- basic train ride that goes around in a circle. Doesn't really do anything for anybody. There's nothing on the South Island anymore for anybody to get off at. So a lot of people just stay on the train and get off in the Kitty Land area. So I'll, I'll give the floor to Jacob. Yeah, I'm which you mentioned that name change, which right is now was a great deal of respect to Tom who died not too long ago, which if it wasn't for him and his father, we wouldn't even have the park to begin with. But like you said, like you said, I couldn't agree more. They definitely need to do something with the tracking on that. And definitely in the open plot of the field, there is nothing there. And what drives me crazy is when you go through the island, yeah, you do get to see a lot of the great insides of the coasters and things like that, and which is great because most train rides, like, for example, Cedar Point, yeah, you do go, go back towards Millennium Force and things like that, but most of it's kind of going to be open. But hopefully with their new 
thing going on this year, that should change that a little bit. But if they get some theming going, I think that the train ride would be one of the best rides at the park. Granted, it's a it's it's not a roller coaster, which is a I agree. thing, but everybody loves a good train ride. Yeah, and I think if they add the interactive elements to it, um, I still wish they would bring back the uh, miniature golf courses, at least one of them, because it was kind of fun. It was kind of like a get off the ride place, kind of get apart from the uh, motion sickness for a few minutes and (laughs) catch a breather and then go back on the rides. No, I never. I don't know if you had a chance to use it, but there used Okay. Yeah, they uh they had one over by the Prano Pup, over in that area, and then they also had one on the South Island. So they had a total of two, and they were free to use or included in admission. If if you had a band, well back then there was two ride sessions, or like a combo ride session. But if you had the band, you could use either or of them. There was also a, like a strat or gyrosphere where you, one of those kind of simulation things for cheese forces that was over in that area as well. But yeah, lots changed. They expanded out the beach or the lounge area for the water park, and they ended up cutting that out of there. And the arcade used to be a lot better over there too, <laughs> but that's that's a different subject and a different show. Uh, but you know, arcades are kind of a dying breed right now. So uh, number two yeah. is going to be the antique autos, and uh, the antique autos. I love the ride. It's not that, but I am really bad with looking at things and uh, getting angry when it's not properly maintained. And here, he, uh, Jacob oh. probably has you know different points on it, but um, some of the ride be some of the ride vehicles don't really go or stop all of a sudden. While we were there in um, October, the entire weekend, I watched the exact same cars get stuck trying to go up the hill right out of the station. And then they would have to take that car off the track, be closed for a while, and then they would reopen it, and then the next car would do the exact same thing. (laughs) I think it's only like a couple of them, so hopefully they fix that issue. But if you look at the tracking and the rail system that's on there, um, I think they need to... It's kind of like retracking a roller coaster. But, you know, other antique autos that you go to, um, it's kind of on like a concrete track with a rail on top of it. Indiana Beaches is over the water. So you look at the wood, and the wood just looks really worn on it. I think they need to shut it down for maybe a season or work on it on an off season and just retrack the whole thing to make it smooth and maybe look at adding new cars to it. They're probably looking at it. I imagine they are, but... Um, that's one thing that bothers me is when you see wood start deteriorating. And I hit on that like two seasons ago with um, the scrambler. They replaced it on there. But we still have that issue over at the water swings as well. So with me, it's just the image of looking at the um, deteriorating wood. And I think it creates an image to people that don't go to Indiana Beach all the time. Um, and they might look at it as a trashy ride or that it's not being properly maintained which i heard the guy on i 
forget his name, but he runs the coaster studios thing. And that's the thing he hit on is he didn't believe ride maintenance was up to par because it was his first time visiting it. He loved the park, but he hit on some rides and that was one of the things he hit on. And I think they need to work on that and uh, work on the uh, work. Cause I know Kings Island's adding antique auto. So antique autos are really popular across the country and they're coming back again because it's a relaxed ride for, you know, all ages. But the thing is you have to have cars that function properly and you have to add more to the track because the capacity is easy. It's a, it's kind of like a, uh, it sits right next to the lost coast or superstition mountain. So it, if you ha- add more cars to it, um, you have, those guys going over to antique autos and the lines of, well, that's a different subject too, because they only run one, one car over there as well. But if you add the capacity and increase it, it's going to add more people in that area of the park. And I think that's all the, so the reason why we had issues with taco shop shutting down as well, which that's a different subject as well. But Indiana beach announced a new restaurant in that building. That's going to sell the same exact thing. So um, I'll go ahead and, the floor over to Jacob. I tend yeah, to well, I, I tend to agree time, more so. with you. I mean, they definitely need to do some major retracking on the antique autos and definitely do some major upgrades on their cars. I mean, like you said, Kings Island has been bringing that back and for everybody who's been following that. I don't think there's anybody who's not excited for it. It's going to be probably the most anticipated family ride of next year in the Midwest. I know. I mean, I'm watching the point of view right now for the the cars and it, the wood just looks like it's in terrible, terrible shape. So, I mean, you can just sit there and watch it bend, which I work with wood all the time, which wood's supposed to bend, but not bend like that's bending. Yeah, and then you have, then you have the other aspects of it, which uh, it sits over water. So you have the, the water elements of it, which water tends to hit rides and other structures a lot worse than if mm-hmm. Indiana Beach which was is a landlocked a big... amusement park. Yeah, which the park's been so that's around for so issue long that all that structure is just taken abuse over time and time again. Yeah, and uh, hopefully they do something to it. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, my anonymous source said that they're supposed to add something big next year. I don't think they're going to fix antique autos, but I mean retracking something like that is not going to cost the same amount as retracking a roller coaster. So I I feel like if they invested in that, they'd be fine. I know from what I hear, they're almost done with all the ride maintenance on all the vehicle, uh, on all the rides now they're all caught up after that disaster that morgan handed them so i'm pretty sure that would be next on their list because um, i know they have a lot of issues with antique autos running all the time and i know they get complaints from it all the time so and then our number one here um it's not really a ride per se but for us, it's the water park, and a lot of people don't realize how old that water park is. But a lot of the, a lot of those elements in that water park, besides the sandy beach, that sandy beach has been there forever. 
but the water park with the uh, with the slides and uh, the speed, whatever, all the slides there. Um, in general, um, you know, you're looking at 89, early 90s. I mean, our water park at Indiana Beach has not been updated since, you know, for 30 years, guys. And I've been hitting this up, you know, when I ran my other page. And since I've ran this page and everybody's like, oh, the water park. Oh, whatever, you know. But it, this is why Indiana Beach is only a half-day park. It's not even a full-day park because nobody stays. I'll say it's a one-day park if you want to make a one-day out of it. But people would stay there, like I've said before, for, you know, two days if they had a better water park and I've hit this up before and I hate saying this but the water park in Carmel is better the water park in Plainfield Indiana is better um, I can name numerous city owned water parks that are better and that's very disappointing because when Indiana Beach was founded that's what it was founded as is a sandy beach with a water park and it I, I feel like the investment on a water park is a lot cheaper than an investment on a major ride like a roller coaster. And I would rather see the water park get updated next year as the major thing that they're adding next year than a fifteen to twenty million dollar roller coaster. And I know a roller coaster is gonna attract more, but for me, I feel like that should be added later on. And I feel like the water park needs to be added or needs to be updated because it would attract more families to there and it would feel like your your visit was more worth it because it does get hot in the summer over there and the only thing to cool you off is a log flume ride and i'm in the water park man i mean i don't really even go to the water park to be honest because there's nothing entertaining in there for me that i can't find at a local city water park and the Lazy River, like I've said before, doesn't have any water elements to it, really. Um, you look at other Lazy Rivers, and you're looking at a bunch of splashdown elements, and you're you're just having a fun time with it. You stay in there for a long time. But for me um, and uh, Jacob, it's definitely the water park and all the water rides there. It's, it's just something Indiana Beach really needs to work on um, for next season. And I'll I'll give the floor over to Jacob. But... Oh, I I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, let the list for the water parks as you got it's which I could be wrong on this. What five tube slides, which only three are enclosed. You have the Lazy River, the Big Flush, the Sandy Beach, and the pool and the splash pad. I mean, that almost describes what every city water park has. <laughs> same size i mean you look at holiday world you look at kentucky kingdom you look have a water park down in i i like going down there when i head down to destin even though it's right across the street from the beach i mean you still have a good six, seven, ten, twelve different things you can do in a variations of water slides and things. I mean, they got over 40 water slides and attractions there at the park. They got three river slides, a speed slide, a body flume, 
water tubing. You got the wave pools. And then one of the best lazy rivers I've be- ever been in by far. And like, and like you said, it's got the splash. Okay. It's got the water aspect where you're constantly going through where there's water everywhere rather than just sitting on water. You actually get wet while you're going, which helps, helps you keep cool while you're taking it easy. Okay. I agree on that. And I haven't got a chance to visit any other Apex parks. Um, hopefully I can. I don't really know if I'll ever visit the one in New York. Because I feel like that's kind of like just a, it's always going to be a value park. But from what I've heard, Indiana Beach is kind of like they're they're trying to change it around. At first, they kind of seem kind of skeptical on it after the first season. But from what I've heard, since they've had a lot of uh, good returns, they've they plan on investing more. They posted a profit last year, like I've said before. This year, that's why they ended up investing what they've invested in with the rides and everything. We will find out on day one now, on May 11th, if the Hoosier Hurricane does not have that rough element to it anymore like last season. And if it does, uh, look, well, for a, look for an angry... Uh, <laughs> look for an well, angry uh, podcast or review from well, it. Just means- because I, that's... Last year, I wrote it once, and I was done. Yeah, my 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 wife took one look at it last year and said, "Nope." <laughs> but yeah, I mean, go ahead. It was, and it was I, no, I'm with yeah, you. Sorry, I mean, if if they focus on their water park and get a big water park, I think Indiana Beach can. I mean, I think Indiana Beach and Holiday World can have a coaster wars just between themselves for the fun of it. If Indiana Beach was to focus on their water park and make it truly what it should be. The world has more land. So, the thing that says Indiana Beach locks. So, you have, I don't know. It, 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 it's going in and out. I, I heard. But, uh, Just to make sure the recording is. I think it'll be fine. On I think it'll be fine. I just think sometimes the uh, connection. Even YouTube Live has issues with it. So, um, where was I at? Um, yeah, but that's what made it unique because you had the Cornwall Express that was added in two thousand and one. They used the existing structure from the Hoosier Hurricane, uh, Steel Hog, which was supposed to be larger footprint. Um, but nothing's being used on Galaxy Pier, and I feel like that's one place where you could add a lot of good slides. Uh, I don't think they need to add a roller coaster there. I think they need to use that for their expansion of their um, water park and add some better i mean you're not going to oh, be I, it's not going to be holiday i know well, holiday world the, hasn't they, they could get space for their water they could get a contest going with the creativity at least i mean oh yeah definitely i mean it seems like they're already battling it out a little bit the voyage gets retracted so they retract 
one of their coasters and it looks like they're trying to compete a little bit already. And that's what it used to be like. They were always competing. The, the Kosh family and the Spackman family was always competing. But it was a friendly competition. They actually visited each other's parks and had lunch with each other. And it was a friendly competition. But um, unfortunately, one went south and the other went the other way. And unfortunately, you know, Holiday World had mm-hmm. their issues with um, the whole mess when uh, one of the brothers died and the wife took it over and the other brother went the opposite direction so luckily that park has not gone south yet um and it's still kind of family owned not really but it's kind of family owned still um but uh definitely and it this was a fun podcast i like the fact that we were able to have interaction because sometimes i feel like when you only have one person on a podcast for stuff like this people are like oh yeah well that's he just wants to hear him. Somebody said, yeah, I just wanted to hear myself. But um, with this case, you guys kind of hear uh, uh, both parts to it. And uh, we're going to do more of these in the future. And uh, uh, we just expanded our content on there. We just added a holiday world past and present. So check that out on the Facebook page. And uh, we are working on that group, which is Indiana World, or, sorry, Indiana Coaster Enthusiasts. Um, that'll basically cover just Indiana amusement parks and water parks. I don't know if we'll ever make it up to that one. I think it's called deep river water park. Um, I forget where that's at, but that's the only other water park I could think of besides the two amusement parks in Indiana and maybe the Indiana state. Ooh, Fair, that's I guess, way up there. I want to consider that. That's in crown point. Yeah. Crown. Point. I guess we're crown point. Deep river and... water park. Oh, it is. Okay. I've been looking oh, that, at their prices and they have some expensive prices for what they offer. So yeah. maybe one day we'll cover that. Yeah, if we do that, we <laughs> might as well swing over to Sandusky too. Uh, actually, no. Yeah, Six Flags. <laughs> Six Flags, yeah. But yeah, definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely looking for some... Uh, Good content coming up this summer. Uh, Jacob's going to be taking a lot of video and pictures, and I'm going to be doing a lot of that. We're going to be doing more of these type of podcasts. Um, unfortunately, Indiana Beach will not cooperate with me. I've sent a couple emails to them about uh, trying to get interviews with the operations manager and other people to talk about this season at Indiana Beach. Uh, I'm trying to get an interview on opening day with one of them. And this is the problem. I Sorry, I think cut off for a second because I just got a phone call. <laughs> I'm doing this on my phone, everyone. So, But anyways, uh, I've been trying to organize content on here. That's And Holiday World, I know, is going to allow me to do that content because they love social media content. That's the one problem I have with Apex, and they need to work on that. That's my only hit today. Um, you have anything else you wanted to add? Nope, I think we got it covered today. All right. Uh, all right, everyone. And if you haven't already, um, go ahead and like the, uh, go ahead and follow and like the Holiday World Past and Present page. Go to YouTube and follow the Indiana Beach Past and Present. We'll be working on content for also the Holiday World Past and Present on there. Um, we're 30 days away now. 
I'm gonna have a news. I'm gonna have news coming out probably tomorrow or Monday uh, pertaining to that new restaurant. I have to review it, look at what they're talking about. But Indiana Beach did announce on their page they're adding this new restaurant. Let me bring it up here while we're talking about it right now, since all you guys were butthurt about Taco Shop leaving last year, and then they were gonna be in a location with a bunch of other taco restaurants. So I don't know how that's gonna phase out, but. You look over here, and uh, do, do, do. I, they just updated their website, so now everything's updated on there. The other day when I looked, they didn't have anything on here. It's called La Taqueria. I don't know how to pronounce that. My Spanish is really bad. Uh, but they are adding this new restaurant, and looking up here, where is it going to be at here? They just have a link on here. I'm confused now. They had a link to their... And I don't see the location that it's at. They still have talk. I don't think they've updated the website fully yet because it's not showing. But I imagine they've found a replacement. They're going to add, they're going to still sell tacos and burritos and all that good stuff in that location. I imagine it's going to be where Taco Shop used to be. So there you go, guys. You have your tacos at Indiana Beach. So they heard your complaints. It's probably going to be part of the dining plan. So if you're part of the dining plan, you can get a free meal over there. And if it's anything like the pizza place I ate at last year, the food's going to be good. Apex food quality does not suck. So with that being said, if Jacob has nothing else further to say, I want to thank you again for listening to Indiana Beach Past and Present Best and Worst podcast. Uh, The next one up in the series is going to be the best and worst food in Indiana Beach. We're not going to do that in two separate parts. It's actually going to be done in one podcast. And we'll do that later on because I'm going to wait till the park opens to do that because we have new food this year. So with that being said, have a wonderful day and 